Welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine. And with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. Christine, uh, very excited uh, to be on the podcast today. Uh, we're speaking of listening to, we want to give a big shout out to the 19 people that have listened to the podcast so far. That's very exciting, uh, especially to the one uh, in Australia. Uh, good day, mate. Uh, I guess as they say down there, uh, good day, mate, or good evening to you uh, as we are probably 24 hours or so off of your time schedule, but very exciting. You listened to the first episode so far, have not downloaded that second episode, but uh, hopefully it's a holiday or something uh, down under and uh, you're going to get back to that when you're back in the office. So thanks for listening. So anyway, we're going to soldier on and just kind of, you know, do the uh, the podcast and hoping to find some sponsors. So I've got some interesting wow. leads on sponsors, been sending a lot of emails out to, you know, places like Amazon, Google, Apple, seeing if they'd like to advertise mm -hmm. on the podcast. I think that it's only fair, you know, we're giving them content, so maybe they should return the favor and start advertising, you know. Cool. I'm excited to see what you drum up. Um, hopefully, I, I mean, I think I have pretty realistic goals. What I've been vision boarding is, uh, you know, I, I'm like a just, you know, transitioning from my full-time job on unemployment to uh, full-time working on this podcast. And I think that it's not unreasonable to be looking at I don't know, two, three hundred thousand dollars a year from advertising endorsements and uh, speaking engagements as well. Wow, I did not realize you could make that much. And I mean, that's that's me at the top, and I think trickle down to you, like you're going to be getting speaking engagements when I'm not available. Uh, and oh, so, really? Yeah, people are going to be asking me. They say, "Come out, we've got this boat opening um, this weekend," and I'll say, "Oh, sorry." I'm at a, a different boat opening in another city. So, but maybe Christine would be available and then we'll go back and forth and we'll say, send me some samples of Christine. Let me see what she looks like. And, you know, we probably, I mean, I wouldn't do this, you know, I wouldn't do the whole negotiation, but once they're okay enough with, you know, you, uh, I'd kind of pass on your contact information and see if, because ultimately, Christine, I think it's my brand that's out there is that, They've asked for me and then, you know, we have to see if I have to kind of pre-filter that to see if even, you know, you're a good fit for me to even send that information to them. And I think you agree with that. That's totally fair. Yeah. I can swim. Okay. So right there, I mean, obviously you don't understand what a boat opening is. You're not in the water. It's the premiere of a new boat model. What? I'm well. What? Oh, I don't goes, understand. So yeah, I don't know what was in your head. Maybe you're racing the boat side by side. You're swimming in the water. That's not what it is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm ready to learn. I mean, and this is a hypothetical, Christine. So this is years away, honestly. So years away. Oh. Okay. First, we build up this as a brand, and I'm pointing to myself, and then mm -hmm. we kind of get the spillover. Once this is going to, well, again, pointing to myself, the spillover of business, and we give that to you. So, and I think that you've you've indicated that, um, you know, that'll be a pretty niche situation. I didn't realize there'd be money involved. So I'm happy with anything. There, there, well, it's, it's the best is yet to come, I think. Uh, in the words of Huey Lewis in the news, the best is yet to come. Yeah. So how are you? I've had a 
pretty wild week, to be honest, but I'm trying to look at it positively. Yeah, so listeners to the podcast will know that you have been sort of involved with a gentleman uh, named Danny, and we got a bit of bad news this last week. Danny, uh, I don't know, Christine, if you want to explain what's been going on. Um. Okay, well, a few days ago, um, I got a call from my friend who works at a brewery with him and she was asking if I'd seen him and of course I said no because we're not hanging out or anything anymore Mm -hmm. but then a couple days went by he still didn't show up for work and now he is officially missing wow so he his car was at work in the parking lot and his phone and his keys were in the car wow yeah, that's a really bad sign. I mean, you're, this is sort of right up your alley in terms of, um, you know, murdering ex-boyfriends and things like that. I know. And, and, uh, uh, most of the time, from what I understand, it's that um, the jealous ex uh, will be the murderer or murderess. Totally. Thank goodness we never dated. Right. But in the eyes of the law, I think that your relationship is definitely under suspect. And um, I know that you I said- I don't think so. That's not well, what they said to me. Well, you said you did talk to them. They had to interview me. They were just asking, like, did he tell you anything? Has he been speaking to you? And I was like, no, he never even texted me back. Um, After the last time I texted him, I hope he's okay. I mean, if he's listening to this podcast because he is a fan, people think you're missing. How long when people are usually missing... um are, do they do they usually live for before they're they're dead? Uh, I mean, I think I don't think he's probably been murdered. I think the only like the number one thing is probably that like he had enough of his life and he just cut out or suicide. So uh, when you were talking to the police, they must have had a lot of questions. I know that yeah. uh, you t- you told them that you'd been at his house, but it was purely just to see if he was home. I thought I'd do the right thing. And I went by his place because I knew where he lived. Um, I'd seen it on his driver's license. We were showing each other driver's license photos. And uh, yeah, I took a photo for, you know, for fun and that sort of thing. And uh, I had it in my phone. And so I pulled that out and I went over there. And I knocked on the door and he wasn't answering. So I went to the back because he doesn't leave the window in the back locked. And I lifted it up and he wasn't there. Wow. I guess in the eyes of the, of the law, I did go inside and walk around and look for him. But I mean, nothing was there. Yeah. And I know that, you know, as an expert um, on murder and murdering people, I think mm-hmm. that probably your expertise is something that the police will want to take advantage of especially because you've been in that crime scene so many times (sighs) yeah it's been really frustrating okay from the moment he didn't come into work that morning i knew something was up because i always see him at one point when he's moving like the bins and the kegs in the back i always see his hair walk by in a window in the back and it wasn't there that day and that is so unlike him i knew i called the police right away and they did not take me seriously and then Later that day, I came back to pick up Sarah. I saw in the parking lot that his car was there, which was like so weird. So I called the police again and I was like, do you want me to go into his car? I know how to break into a car. And they were like, please don't do that. So I didn't uh, until I got off the phone with them. And then I broke into his car and I found that his wallet was in there and the keys. So then I take the keys and the wallet 
And I drive them over in his car to the police station. And I'm like, I got this guy's car. I got this guy's keys. His wallet is here. Look at all of this evidence. Where is he? And the police then kind of started taking me seriously. But yeah, I did have to sit there forever and talk to them about it. But it was the right thing to do. What you're doing is diplomatic. Like you're doing it for clues. You're not yeah, doing it for I'm crimes. Trying you're to trying help. to help. You're trying to help. It's exhilarating to help. Mm -hmm. If you walk like 15 minutes on the highway, there is a bridge. And I guess he could like fall over, tip over. It hasn't been raining though. So I think if anyone knows... Um, about how to kill someone or how someone else might kill someone. It's definitely you um, from Thank all the you. information that you have. And I think that, yeah. you know, the police kind of stonewalling this case, um, you know, and not bringing you into the investigative role as sort of a deputy or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a big mistake. And I think that, you know, if Danny's not dead yet, he might be because they made these rookie mistakes. Yeah, actually, the lead detective, when I was talking to them, I was pretty upset and I was crying because I was scared. And uh, the, the he did give me his phone number. And so we've been texting. Oh, yeah? About, about the crime? About the crime, about other stuff. Well, Danny, everybody wants to see you home safe. So, uh, Danny, rest in peace. Sorry, uh, get home well. Get home safe, Danny. Everybody wants to see you back in one piece. People go missing all the time. A lot of the time, it isn't murder. But some of the time, it is. Sometimes, you can just, you know, walk into the water. And then, you never get seen again. This, I mean, who knows? I have a feeling like maybe some people in the neighborhood have like um, security cameras. Maybe we could see where he walked to if he was walking around. I'm going to canvas the uh, neighborhood and see. Honestly, with this much time gone by, it's not a, it's not looking good. Uh, just, you know, a quick shout out that speed dating event at Boston Pizza Express only two weeks away. So this is very exciting. Wow. Um, we're all very excited. Tony Express has been, he's been actually, he's been going a little crazy. He's been calling me nonstop. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's off, he's off the wall. I'm not really sure what's into this guy. He's been kind of driving up and down my neighborhoods. What? I, I don't really, I think it's some sort of, um initiation thing into the Tony Express brand of, of Families LLC. No longer is that event being held at uh, Tony Express's uh, ground floor penthouse duplex apartment. Uh, we just, we crunched the numbers. We couldn't make it work. The city has really cracked down on events in general, which definitely is unfair. They sort of say that it's to help people, but you know, I think that you read between the line and it's really just to shut down events that they don't want to see. And I think that they don't want to come to, they don't want to come to, they don't, they want to put on their websites. Yeah. It's a public website. I really think any event should be, um, should be hosted on that thing. But so what we're doing now is we're kind of getting around that. And the event is going to be a wedding. So we, we, we have, we're going to have a wedding and then the reception is going to be, the speed dating event. So we're going to have a speed dating reception. Who's getting married? Well, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. I was wondering if you would be willing to marry Tony Express. And again, this is just for the oh, event. Just no. for the event. We're also going to have a divorce attorney there right afterwards. No, right ben, after I've the gone speed through dating. it so many times. Right after the I speed dating event. Is, Christine, you're being kind. Of, you're not really hearing out. 
the proposal and uh okay, go ahead go ahead okay, well tony express is gonna propose to you and you're gonna marry him at the event and right after that we're gonna have a very fun speed dating event so everyone who's been emailing me uh, after we kind of announced that this was a bit of a draw that only you know 50 men and 50 women of the two or three thousand tickets that we sold uh when this was going to be at the farmer's market you know they were saying well, that's not what I paid for, $65 plus service charge. I kind of wanted that experience. And I understand. So what we're going to do is we rented a hall, but we need to have that wedding. So why? I Just for legal reasons, we're not able to just have an event at the hall. We have to have a religious ceremony. So Tony Express is an ultra orthodox uh, evangelical. And so we just have to, it, there's, a, there's a bit of a loophole here. And if we can get around that, we're able to also have this event afterwards and okay is this marriage in the eyes of god or in the eyes of the law if it's just if it's not in the eyes of the law i mm -hmm. will consider it no we're just gonna have the uh orthodox uh evangelical um the the, the master of um cloaks is gonna be there as far as i know i'm not really sure Tony Express sounds like a cult kind of tony express kind of explained this to me he said it's all part of the business acumen and sort sort he has a bunch of um disciples underneath of him uh and those disciples report to him they sort of text him every day every week or so they give him sort of collateral about their lives photos secrets and then he sends that up to his overseer so he's one of his overseer's disciples um oh so he is not in charge well, he's in charge of those disciples. So it, it sort of, it goes up doo, 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 all the way to the top. And then that's where that, um, that master, I guess, is the way that Tony Express described it to me, that master at the top. And, and everyone below him is, you know, a level one disciple, level two. So if you marry Tony Express, you'd be way up at the top level six, uh, you know, associate of Tony no, Express. That's... That's a cult, Brent. And a pyramid scheme. I don't think so. There's very little money that changes hands. Very little money. And it's and the, the, the what you're thinking of with a pyramid scheme, it's it's two ways. This is all one way. It all goes to the top. Hmm. So there's nothing going on at the bottom. There's no money going down. It's all going to the top. So Tony Express and Boston Pizza Express is all part of this. And the... Um, Orthodox uh, Confederacy uh, Alliance. Oh my gosh! I'm. Uh, well, I'll Google it and then I'll tell you if I don't feel like Google it. it. No, actually, don't Google yep, it. Yep, I will. Because there's a lot of other. It's just so many general. Fa That's one of the first things Tony Express told me. He said, "Don't Google this." There's a lot of different information out there. Um, just if you do, I'll give you the link. So if you want, I'll write that link down for you. And that's the site that Tony Express is sort of saying, "Check this one out." So will. I legally be married to him. In terms of the law of the law. The state. The law. No, yeah. that has no bearing oh. on this group. They do not recognize that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. This is sort of a private understanding. I mean, if I'm going to marry him, I'm going to need to meet him first, you know. Again, this is purely for holding the speed dating event and um, any other arrangement that you sort of have with Tony Express is 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 fine by me, but this is really just focused on having It's fine by you? Well, I, I think that we're both on the same page in terms of wanting this event to be successful is what you've 
told me. So you're willing for me to get married to a guy for a speed dating event? I mean, Christine, let's be honest. You've married guys for a lot less than that. And so anyway, let's move to our first Mm -hmm. questions here. Do you want to read the first question? Sure. I have been married to John for 11 years. We have four beautiful children. John earns enough money so I can be a stay-at-home mom to our little ones. My problem is... John's sexual appetite is insatiable. It's driving me crazy. He -hmm. demands sex twice a day and more often on weekends. If I tell him I'm tired or stressed, he threatens to find a girlfriend or a hooker. I don't know how much longer I can go on like this. Unsigned. Not really a question in there, but I guess we'll do our best here. Um, It's more of a plea. Yeah, this definitely sounds like a a breakup here. Uh, John, you're not getting what you're looking for. I think that's... It's time to move on. And, you know, it's just not compatible. You, you know, if you had some good times, it seems like mostly bad. My advice, uh, break up. It's just not going to work out. How does he find the time? A lot of people are working from home right now. Yeah, I would say definitely divorce because also it seems like maybe there wasn't a prenup sign. So she's probably going to be okay and continue maybe to be a stay at home mom with these kids. Four kids. Wow. And like maybe he needs to have multiple partners because if she gets a UTI, she's out for like days and he's not getting any sex and then that's all built up. Then they have to have 10 sex day. They have to have like 10 sex 10 times one day when she can have sex again. I'm glad you brought that up because multiple partners is definitely part of what Tony Express uh, is looking for. And I think that hopefully... You'll be able to email you some more details there. I mean, that's not for me. That's not the kind of thing I want. I just want one partner. No, I know. No, personally, you, you would have one partner with Tony Express, but he would have multiple partners. Yeah, that's that. not what I want. No, no, no. I, I don't think you're. Both. No, no. I don't think you're listening to what I'm saying. You would not have multiple partners. Tony Express would only have multiple partners. Yeah, I don't want the person I'm with to have multiple partners. That's just a personal preference for me. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a monogamous relationship both ways. Once you're married to Tony Express and you move to the compound, I think that you'll find, you know, your opinions might change as you meet some of those disciples and uh, masters that sort of have, from what he just described, a lot more sway with um, what people are doing out there. Recently, I began a wonderful relationship with Arnie, the man of my dreams. My problem Mm -hmm. is he's hiding our relationship from certain members of his family. Arnie and his daughter tell me to remain silent when other family members call on the phone. If one of them comes to the door, they tell me to hide in another room. Should I be concerned about this? Yeah, you absolutely should be concerned about this. I mean, his daughter's in on it, too. That's kind of weird. How old is this daughter? I wish we could ask them questions. They don't tell us enough details in these things. I think that this is their problem here, and they'd probably leave out a lot because they're the bad guy a lot of these situations. You know, and they probably, this person, whoever it is, um, they're kind of of feeding off a lot of this energy. They kind of get off. It's sort of a sick thing that they're into. yeah. Keep me a secret, lock me downstairs. There was a story where a woman, um, she had like bright red hair and this guy was Ooh. really into her bright red hair. And Ooh. so he was like, come and live w- with me and my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she did because she was into him and she was like a bit desperate. And 
then like the the family members would be outside and stuff and then they'd see the hair and they the the guy would always be like hey sit at the window but sit facing facing me and he'd like angle her and stuff and she thought it was weird and then she went up into the attic and mom was up there oh my god she's just living up there in the attic no she was dead okay so so she was being used sort of as a prop to show that the husband hadn't killed the wife yeah she should get out of there while she's still kicking Mm. it's pretty interesting so this is a breakup for me um definitely have you ever had a girlfriend with like a specific kind of hair or look to her i like a a bit of a longer hair i don't really like um you know a bjork style shaved head or um Mm -hmm. fiona rider uh you know shorter hair as well a bit of a prixie cut um it's just not what i'm interested in i I think that you know women can wear their hair whatever they want and that's fine Mm -hmm. but to me it's just disgusting a short hair on a woman so i think you know sexually it just doesn't do anything for me once um a former partner uh, surprised me and said she was going to be uh, shaving her head for cancer funding and, uh, you know, broke up with her the next day. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I I couldn't believe it either that she did that without consulting me, but um, just so turned off. Uh, raised about $1,000, $1,200, so pretty good. I didn't That's donate, great. though. I didn't donate. You know, she's a great girl. Uh, grew it all back. Saw some photos. Looking great. Looking wow, great. do you regret do you regret your impulsive action? No, because at the time didn't do anything for me. But uh she's looking great now. Just like before. You know, I told her at the time, don't do it. It's a big mistake. But you know how people are about their own bodies. They have an idea that mm-hmm. they control them. But honestly, uh, we're looking at them a lot more than you are. That's why I say to women I'm looking I'm I'm with. Uh, you look at me more than I look at you. So what haircut do you think I should get? And here's, and then I say, here are some I think you should get. Wow. Well, I mean, the right person will not be offended by that. I think it's a bit of a compliment. Actually, it's saying I'm interested Mm -hmm. in your body. I like looking at it. And here are the ways that I would like to continue looking at it. And I think if you look at it in a positive way, which is what it is, uh, it's a positive comment. Okay. Well, I mean... Everybody has their own way of thinking about these things. Have you ever brought someone home to meet your family? No. Uh, So that's all the time that we've got on the show today. I want to thank everybody for writing in. Uh, This is um, expert. uh, This is dating tips and tricks and expert love advice. I'm Brent Constantine. And with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. And until next time, keep writing in to the website. Uh, Danny, please contact us if... Just text me. Oh, wait, I have his phone. Oh, um, just come to work. I'll probably be there. I think that uh, we're going to find Danny one way or the other. Uh, We obviously would love to find him alive. uh, But if that's not possible, just a bit of closure for him and his family. And for the podcast listeners, I think, too, would love to just get some closure. I think that a lot mm-hmm. of these crimes, they just kind of go unsolved. Unsolved Mysteries is a show we're familiar with. So that's uh, we don't want this to be an unsolved mystery. We want it to be a solved mystery. And so we want to find that yeah. body one way or the other, alive or dead. Um, And you know what? I'm going to be on the case. So we'll have some updates next week. That's great. All right. Tune in next week. Until then, may your hearts be full.